Hello, welcome to the Shit You May Not Have Seen podcast, where we talk about films you may not have seen. I'm Scott. I'm Joe. Alright, Joe. How you doing, mate? So we're uh, back on track after doing a couple of big movies uh, the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We're, we're back to doing a kind of slightly smaller one. Aye. Hey, what is it? It's uh, Dead Zone by David Cronenberg. And what's the year of this again? 1983. 1983. Uh, there you go. Mm-hmm. I was right. If the future were in your hands, Taurus is screaming. The house is burning. Would you change it? It's not too late. Touch this man's hand, and you are in the grip of the dead zone. I've had another episode. Only the imagination of author Stephen King could take you there. Johnny Ray. With a power that alters the future lives of those you love. You want to kill your own son? I want you out of here. I'm scared, Dad. Or of those you fear. I have had a vision that I am going to be president of the United States someday, and nobody, I mean nobody, gonna stop me. Is it a power for good or for evil? If God has seen fit to bless you with this gift, you should use it. Bless me? You're a devil. Son of a man. Who are you? Who sent you? I'm scared, sir. What's happening to me? see how clear it all is not only can you see the future i can change it i was there i saw it put your hand on the scanning screen and you'll go down in history with me i saw his face i stood there i did nothing stephen king the Dead Zone. Starring Christopher Walken as Johnny Smith, the, the school teacher who gets Mangled. in a car crash and develops mad psychic powers. Ah, right, okay. Oh, are they no psychic? No, no. I've got a wee, I've, a wee thing after I watched have it. Have you read the book? Because it's based on a Stephen King No, no. Novel. I have read a load of Stephen King's book, uh, but I haven't read this. But there was a thing when I was watching this last night that I completely had never noticed before and it was quite interesting. Because uh, I suppose we'll just get straight into it. Just, just talk, yeah. Aye. Um, at the very start of the film, you know, you see him, you, you know, he's in the classroom. And he's, he's, I, love how, <laughs> I love how they try to make Chris Walken seem normal. By, by combing his hair forward. By combing his hair forward <laughs> and having him be a school teacher. It's aye. like Chris Walken, the maze, not normal cunt. Aye, can ever imagine. Aye. If he did teach, he would be aye. fucking terrified of him. <laughs> aye, they give him glasses as well. Aye. And he never wears glasses later on in the film either. Because he develops his psychic powers, isn't he? Glasses with psychic powers. So that's anybody that's got space savers, forget that. Just get just yourself some get yourself psychic a powers. Get crash and develop aye, some psychic some powers. Psychic eyes, <laughs> good name for a band. Psychic eyes. That's it. Aye, so again, it's kind of funny, you know, the opening scene. Um, He's uh, quoting Edgar Allan Poe, The Raven. Aye, but at the end, he talks about Sleepy Hollow, which is quite yeah, funny because he ends aye. up playing the headless horseman. Aye, totally. yeah, that's and, right. Uh, yeah. Sleepy Hollow, actually, aye. aye. I was quite good, aye. Oh, fucking hell, that's right. He played yeah. that part. Which is, <laughs> I, wonder, I was saying to my wife, I wonder if uh, Tim Burton 
maybe saw that. And saw thought, the dead zone and went, uh, you know what? I'm going to get me some Christopher Walken, man. Um, I think it, I'm sure I've seen an interview with Tim Burton talking about ca- casting Christopher Walken. All right. he, she's like, he just looked scary. And, he fucking and he, does. Yeah, he has. He does. With his sharp be. teeth. And, aye, aye, he, can, he can be scary. I, th- I love Sleepy Hauling. It's great, man. It's a good aye. gothic horror it is it's aye. Aye. Tim Burton because it has its horror moments oh totally yeah. especially be him he's fucking terrifying in it the head, as a headless horseman aye man. definitely yeah. aye, it looks cool as fuck start to try to make him look normal with the glasses and the comb fault hair after that part obviously you, you find out he's got a weekend kind of love affair happening with one of the other teachers yeah. and stuff like that yeah. and this is the bit I'd seen this before but I just no, somehow I managed to just kind of like just not really put any th- thought into it they go to the it shows them they go to like a kind of roller coaster and they go on the roller coaster. Yeah. While they're on the roller coaster, he has a funny turn on Aye, the roller coaster. He kind of holds his head like he's having a yeah. He's got a headache or something. Exactly right. Now, shortly after that, you know, it goes to the house, it's at night, it's raining and stuff like that. You know, they have that kind of him and the, the women have their yeah, kind of interaction. He says, Oh, I'm, I'm gonna marry you one day. That's right. Like and it's all very kind of positive. So, and stuff love like of that. his life. Love of his life, yeah, that's right. Played by Brooke Adams. Aye, she's Sarah actually Sarah Bracknell is a character. Ah, she's really really quite good. She's good yeah. Um quite cold hearted at certain points. <laughs> um he gives her a kiss goodnight. She said, Do you want to come in? He says, No, some things are better, you know, to wait for. He jumps back in the car, the the rain's lashing down. And this is when the, obviously the guy falls asleep with a tanker. He goes off the road and they basically that's when the tanker falls on slides for slides. about four miles. Hi, <laughs> does I on its side? Hi, and then we get that crash. You know, Christopher Walken sees it in the last minute and crashes. So this is what I was going to get back to with the the part where he has the kind of episode on the roller coaster. Mm. Now that's to me thinking that he's already had some sort of prem- He's also he's, uh, even before the accident, he's already had this thing sort of there because. Why have that at the start of the movie? And I've seen my wife. Is that maybe him having a pre-cognitive uh, sort of um, vision of something bad's going to happen to him, but right. he hasn't developed the the ability yet to, to actually kind of see? see but, but he's Aye. just getting the feeling. That's why he holds his head. Aye. So I don't know what you did. You catch I did, that? No, I did. When I when I saw it, I don't know. This was my second time watching it in the past couple of weeks. Right. Like I mean, I obviously I'd seen it and seen that he has the headache and stuff and mm-hmm. uh, the, this second time watching it this week he, I, I did think that I was like I wonder if he's he's already got the, he's the gonna, he's, get, have, that's his psychic ability telling him something bad's coming yep. but he, uh, he's just not fully developed exactly what until the, he get, has the accident and, and that, he's in the that coma. does something to him yep, yep. I, he's in the coma for five years after that that's so. right I, so yeah. I, that's, I thought that was really interesting because I just I don't know why I just kind of skirted over that before, mm-hmm. but I it makes sense. So it's all already been maybe there. Aye. It's just not been as pronounced until he had the coma. He goes into the coma and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. He has the, the crash and stuff like that. He, he wakes up and to him it's like the next day sort of thing. And uh, the doctor I think he says that in it as well. Aye, he does. Well, he to, does. To you, it's five years. To me, it's, aye, it's, it's the just next. The it's day. the next day, which is which must be fucking bizarre for. Oh, anybody could you imagine? That's been like, in a coma. There's people been in comas for years and years and years. Aye, and they yeah. wake up and. So to them it is just aye. the next day and maybe like 20, 20 years, years has went passed, by aye. you imagine the amount of shit that's changed in 20 years oh, aye, you know totally. what I mean fucking hell I was walking about with ba- fucking baggy trousers and fucking chains and shit <laughs> like that man hanging off them back then listening to Biohazard I was listening to Biohazard so were you still listening to Biohazard I'm still listening to Biohazard <laughs> <laughs> fucking right well the, the jeans aren't quite as uh, no, slack jeans are a bit more snug they're a bit snugger aye it's not because I put weight on no it's not because I'm a fat cunt right <laughs> he wakes up to him it's the next day and you know we get that kind of interaction with the, with the doctor and I think the doctor's brilliant in this I think aye, uh, he's um, guy called Herbert Lom aye I just I just like his whole vibe everything mm. about him is really really cool and 
he's basically explains to him, you know, that, you know, you've, you've been in a, a really bad accident and that's when, about when he's kind of feeling about his face and stuff like that. He's like, no bandages. So he, he kind of knows that's something That's what wrong. he is. I, was, I, I didn't look up to see what else he'd been in. I've just looked and now he's the chief inspector from Pink, the Pink, Pink Panther, Panther movies. Aye. I was wondering why I knew him. Is that, that's, that's what it is. And uh, he's always raging in, aye, in those like, movies. Yeah. Those movies are fucking brilliant, man. They're <laughs> so funny. Some of them are good. Nah, aye, but like the first yeah. couple are, yeah. are, are really good, man. Yeah, anyway. yeah, aye, aye, Pink Panther guy. <laughs> Do you know, I didn't put that together until you actually said that. I just said it right now. Aye, and it popped into my head, aye. So, aye, and this is when, you know, he says, basically the doctor's like, you know, explains to me being in a bad accident and all that, and he says, you've, you've got family, your mother, mother and father are waiting outside, they want to come and speak to you. Um, I thought that was, a, that was quite an emotional scene, actually. I thought mm. that was, I, and I, I will say that I think this this film's, for a David Cronenberg film, a lot of his films can maybe be looked upon as quite cold in Aye. some ways. Mm. This is probably the, the complete opposite for David Cronenberg. I think this is a lot. There's a lot of emotion and feeling in this. Totally is. Yeah. Aye, and um, a lot of a lot of loss. Absolutely. And yeah. Wilkins, I, I, I'll just go out and say, I think this is one of the best things he ever did. I think. Really he's, yeah. I think he's fucking brilliant in this and movie. He's, he's great in everything. He's he, in, is, he is. He yeah, is. But, but this this really kind of does. That this movie chokes me up at times, you know what I mean? Right. And the way, in the way he kind of portrays the, the characters, he, he plays that. When I said loss, obviously his loss is the five years that he's lost, and, and he's, like he's, he's fiance, his fiance, like she's moved on. Aye, and obviously he's lost the time, and then he's also he feels like he's lost his life because he's now got this. What well, he, he does, somebody calls it a gift, and he he says it's what's he calls he's it. Like, aye, he it's doesn't later say, on. He doesn't say it's a curse, but it's he, as much as says that. Aye, he's aye. basically aye. God's been a deal. He's, he's, he's God lost given. his life. Aye, and and every aspect. And he's physical. Yeah. You know, he's he's, he's physical. You know, yeah. at one point when he wakes up, obviously, and he, you know he's, he has to go through this like a really intense physical therapy. Yeah. Aye, to get himself back, but he's always left with this limp, obviously, because mm -hmm. his leg's been smashed up and stuff. Aye, so we get that kind of that kind of really emotional kind of interaction between him and his mum and then the thing is his mum that lets it kind of slip she says you've been this in a trance aye she you says a trance and then the doctor's like yeah, we spoke about this it's not a trance it was a coma and that's when aye. we get there and then he's like how long like, well five years aye and that, that bit you're just like he kind of rolls over on his side and you're just kind of like oh fuck man mm. poor Chris man did you think I, I don't know maybe it's more in the book I don't, I don't know how close this Hughes to the now, book I've, I've, not, I've not really looked at it but do you think they're, they're they, in the book, there's maybe they play, maybe played more on the fact that his mum was super religious. Maybe because I mean, it seems to be she, she seems to be God, quite, and, uh, and all she's, that she's very things. much like that. And every time she's we, we see her, she's, she's got a rosary. She's, it's uh, a bit she's of, got that. Uh, but every time we see her, she's saying some uh, biblical, biblical stuff. stuff uh, really, she's quoting the Bible and stuff. I like mean, that. that's quite common in in um, Stephen King stuff as well. Yeah, you know but I, mean? I wonder if. There was more made of it in the book, Pro than, quite possibly, than, and maybe maybe as well. It, who's to say? Like we were talking about the start of the film, but you know, when he holds his head when he's on the roller coaster, there might be stuff that happens before that where there was, you know, maybe like this was a thing that would happen to him where he would get these headaches and stuff like that. But he kind of really put it together, and then mm. obviously, you know, once the coma happens and stuff, he's that fully kind of slots into place where he gets the full visions. So that even might have been a. You know, a whole thing in the uh, book, you know, he might have had it for you, because a lot of King stuff usually, it usually takes you from somebody's kind of childhood up uh, to them being an adult. He does yeah. that quite a lot. He very, very seldom 
can I just jump straight in? You know mm. what I mean? It usually kind of tells you kind of rough, kind of... It's like a life story. Life story. I, quite quickly, usually at the start, he gets I, to kind of adulthood. Aye, aye, totally. So I, you might be right about his mum as well with the whole religious aye, thing. just because they seem to make a point of the fact that she was super religious, but then they don't really play off it. You know, aye, not, it doesn't really, because it's aye, because it's maybe no space in, in this adaptation yeah, to kind of yeah. shoehorn that in. But aye, you're probably right. Then we get the whole kind of rehabilitation thing and stuff like that, you know, where you kind of... You, it's not a montage, but I suppose it kind of is. Kinda, kinda, it's, not, it's not like a, a, not a rocky montage. montage. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, not, he's no bench pressing a horse or anything yeah. like that. And fucking, you know what I mean? Uh, he's, he's just out there's, there's like a personal trainer with him trying to kind of get him to kinda do move his a thing. bit more and stuff. Aye, and he's got the kind of head brace on, so yeah. I think his neck's meant to be quite fucked up mm. as well and stuff like that. I, I think prior to that, we get the first interaction with where we see that he's there's something going on because he grabs the doctor's hand, remember? That's right, aye. He so, kind of flashes back to like World War Two, And that bit's great. I, yeah. I, love, I love that part. Aye, aye. brilliant, man. Um, he sees that the during the, the war, his mum, uh, the doctor's mum, basically to get him away into safety, had to give him one to yeah. these strangers and they kind of go away in a cart while his mum stays in the, the war zone sort of thing. Um, oh, no, hang on. No, because before that we get the... the Fire oh, flashback. So, ah, that's well, right. Flash forward, premonition. Flash forward, that's right. Yeah. Aye, so, aye, you're right. Aye, he's, he's in the, the hospital bed. In the hospital bed and the nurse comes over to him and he, he grabs her hand. Ah, she's kind of trying to kind of clean him up. He's pure sweating. sweating. She's she like, why is he sweating so much? Ah, he's like, you're sweating a lot, mate. Fuck, see, that's like five sheets we went through. <laughs> Come on, stop your sweating. Ah, she's kind of trying to dab him down or something like and that. And he grabs her hand. and Aye, and that... that that fucking scene is it's good. It's real. Well he's done. in that room with fire oh, at that, that that's point. Real, all real fire, definitely. Man, and yeah. I would not want to be in that room because it looks fucking terrifying. That one's always stuck with me from when I saw it when I was a kid, just because it's so. He looks so out of place because it's a, a kid's like, room. It's a little girl. Aye, so it goes for, for him in the bed to he's in the, hospital, in the but he's, he's in, in the, the vision in the little girl's room and, and he's her, in the in fire. The little girl's bed. Aye, and he's and so big. And always stuck with me because of all the fire and he's there, he looks so big in that bed. It just looks all wrong. Yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? And that effect, fuck it, well, it's not an effect, it's, no, it's, it's real. real. fire. I mean, I, I don't know how they went about the whole, obviously the whole place wasn't burning, but... That yeah, corner, the corner that they kind of shoot that point, it is because the, the legs are on fire. Obviously, yeah. there's obviously protection over I, whatever it is. There's always been stuff in place to protect him, but it's it been warm as well. Aye, and you can yeah. tell when he shout because he's in the premonition, he's in, like you're saying, he's in the bedroom, but he's shouting at the girl, the little girl in the bedroom. He's like, like, get out or something like that. So that's another part that really kind of stuck with me, you know, the bit where they, they, it cuts to the... The fish tank and the fish aye, tank the fish explodes, explodes because aye. the heat in the room. Yeah. So I that Your again, I that's very Cronenberg. There is there is some stuff in this that is that, that you know kind of dips into full Cronenberg and then mm. it kind of comes out again. It's kind of I think it does a good job of kind of going between. One of his least Cronenberg movies. Oh, I, I, much like uh, to that point, history definitely. of violence. No, that's, that's not you. Do, you don't think when you think Cronenberg, you don't immediately think of that film. Aye. Right? Yep, no, again, totally. you don't immediately think of the Dead Zone. I think the Dead Zone was kind of like the first kind of one he had that actually had a budget for man. Right, nineteen ninety three. Aye, because I mean, a lot. Up to that point, I'm sure it was like real. Um, a lot of stuff was funded by the Canadian, aye. by the Canadian government. Actually, stuff I think like they had that. quite a good. Uh, they had quite good backing for the local filmmakers in, in Canada. Canada good, good funding for them. Aye, I'm pretty sure. Like before that, I think it's maybe before that was scan was scanners or maybe after. I think that, and I, I think Scanners was independent as well. Yeah, so he did Shivers in 1975. Uh, Rabid was 77. Uh, the Brood was 79. Scanners uh, was 81. Then, right. then he did Videodrome and then it was The Dead Zone. Right. 
so maybe Videodrome is his kind of first one where kind, kind of budget budget well Scan- I mean Scanners probably had a bit of a budget oh, aye. aye aye probably yeah. aye but like but say Videodrome yeah definitely aye if you look at all those films up till that point that's probably the most kind of straight straight one do you know what I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> straight it's still quite weird <laughs> Um but that's weird that you think that the film he did before that was Videodrome because Videodrome's so fucking bizarre it's quite a different film very different oh film. aye totally I, I mean, guess still kind of dealing with sort of psychic-y thing. That's so Scanners. Of. Scanners, scanners as, well. as well. That must have been a thing he was into then. Yeah. Man. See, I thought I actually thought Scanners came after the Dead Zone, but there you go. I so did I, actually. Mm. I wasn't sure what one came first, I. Then he did the fly straight after the Dead Zone. Well, three-year gap, so. Again, totally, totally different vibe, completely. The fly is huge in comparison as well. Oh, it's like massive. Budget, 20th Aye. Century Fox film, massive budget. And then we get, like you're saying, we get that whole kind of, he flashes into basically seeing what happened to the Doctor and World War Two, like I was saying. Yeah. His mum and his mum basically had to give him to strangers to take him away, um, and then he tells him that he says, "Look, your mum's so actually still alive." Yeah, I know, and I know that. where she lives. And, Aye, and and the, the doctor checks out because he, he looks her up in the phone book. I like that, but I really like that. But do you know what I mean? And I like the fact that when he when he does, because obviously Christopher Walken's character uh, Johnny gives him the name and their address and phone number stuff like that. When he phones, you hear the woman coming on the other end of the phone. But the doctor doesn't say anything because he's so he's so emotional, so emotional yeah. and shocked. And I like that that he doesn't say anything because when he goes back and he tells him, like that that what you told me was legit. That actually was hard and stuff like that. And this is when the doctor kind of comes to the conclusion that I this is actually a like you know some sort of psychic ability you've got here. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, Christopher Walken's character says to him as well, "Did you did you speak to her?" And he's like, "No, I didn't have the heart to kind of." To say anything, that's another thing the doctor says as well. The doctor says, "I was, I was not meant to be," Aye. so that's why he didn't want to speak to her and stuff yeah. like that. And that kind of plays into the whole, you know, messing with fate sort of thing. Yeah. And that comes up again in the film, obviously later on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's throughout. Like once we find out about his psychic ability and what it what it's shown him and what he's able to do with it. Mm-hmm. Aye, exactly. I because it's it's quite late in the game when he actually just he starts to realise that what he does can really, really change the course of mm-hmm. history and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? No, after that, then the, the ex-fiancé shows up at the at the hospital. Or, right, or the, yeah. or it's not a hospital, it's more like a kind of, well, it's not a retreat, but you know what I mean? It's, it's like a clinic, clinic. A clinic. Yeah. he's staying there kind of thing. I just I just think he's such a fucking good actor, man. I just, it's the, a lot of things we're walking as well, it's his facial expressions and stuff and shit. When he sees her at first, he can totally feel how he feels. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like taken by, he's taken by shock because obviously he wasn't mom, expecting to see her because mum's already said that she'd moved on and exactly. got remarried. Aye, totally. And then this was, again, I thought this was as cold as fucking ice, this man. She kind of shows up. She's like, I wanted to basically, somebody, you know, found out that you'd, you'd come out of coma and stuff. And I get that and stuff like that, but you can see, and that's when, you know, obviously he says, it's five years for you, but it's like a day, it's the next day for me. But she starts fucking telling him, ah, I've got a son, got a kid I've got a husband, and it's like, man, he, he, he does kind of react when, because he didn't know about the kid, and he's like, oh, kid as well, I didn't know that. Aye, and again, it's like, he kind of says to her as well, which which is quite, quite sad as well, because he goes like that how old's the kid and I think he wants to see how long she uh, waited yeah. before and I think she says he's like 18 months or something it's, like that yeah, aye. and he, he kind of sees he's a wee bit of relief no relief but you know aye, he can, he's like okay so okay, she didn't, first, just, she didn't immediately, just immediately aye. jump ship sort of thing yeah. but aye, that, that that whole part I, I think he's fucking you know great in that you know mm. just again it's just it's 
I've just that level acting that we talk about for these older guys, man. It's, yeah. it's just there's a lot of depth to the character, and a lot of it's not what he says, it's kind of what he doesn't say. Mm. Do you know what I mean? To certain things and his reactions and stuff like that, really natural. Do you know what I mean? Because you would be fucking devastated. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So she basically drops all those bombshells on him, which I think she does that a couple of times in this movie where I feel I just want <laughs> to fucking, you're just an asshole. Why did you do that to him, yeah. man? So after that, obviously, he's just like, oh, man. So he kind of, I, I, I guess that's, is that when he kind of, is that when there's a kind of like almost, because there's no real time frame no, in this movie. Kinda, things move on for scene to scene, but you kind of just, you you're supposed to instinctively know. Because like, basically, he, you find out that he's back at, home no. no he's got a new place he's moved he, that's what happens that's what happens he gets out of the clinic and then he goes back he stays with his dad for a while aye and then at, that's, what, at what point does his mum pass his mum passes when he does the TV programme he does the live like, that's like right. a con. he's still in the clinic at that he's point. still in the clinic aye and, and obviously you know it hits the papers that the, the little girl that he, he saved in the premonition um, all these reporters show up and stuff like that and then one of the reporters decides to try and ridicule him in, in front of the yeah. TV. And I fucking love that part because he's a cocky fucking arsehole. And he's like, you know, he's trying to test him uh, and his abilities and stuff like that. mocking him. He's like, this isn't real. Uh, aye. And then he says, and then he sits down and he says, right, read, read my future then. And I love that bit. It's uh, just the way he, he's like, he says, and Christopher Walken grabs his hand. He says, oh, do you want me to tell you about why your sister killed herself? Stuff like that. Uh, he's like, why she really killed herself? And, and, right? and he starts trying to pull away and stuff uh, like that. And, he keep, and Christopher Walken keeps a hold of him. He's like, you're going to fuck me. I'm going to really fuck yeah. you. That's where his mum sees how, like, how they're treating him and uh, stuff like that. she starts she, crossing herself. She, and, and, she, and she's got she, rosary beads and, uh, and, and she, she, she basically collapses and has a heart attack and that's right. she ends up in hospital later mm. on. Um, and he goes and sees her and then she passes and stuff like that and then that's when we cut to he's moved he's moved Aye. back home and he's in with his dad and did you notice this as well actually it was when I was watching this I never really noticed it but I probably did subliminally my wife actually again Barbara gets mentioned a lot in this um, she was like you ever noticed that obviously time is meant to be moving forward in this movie it's always in winter Aye. so you're only revisiting them when it's winter you know maybe like three years is I like, think that's probably just a, a, a result of shooting in Canada no I, I know no I really know that I, I know that but it's still quite I, I, whether I, it's inadvertent or it's I, I, I don't think it was meant no, I think it was just they, they, were, they were making this film in the winter in Aye. Canada and the winters are very long in Aye. Canada but I like that because Aye. it's meant to be like a few years has passed or, you know it's not just meant to be yeah. and I thought that was quite interesting because again you know you associate the winter with you know being isolated and he's isolated and Aye. you know no, he, no, I get, I get you, you know, know what I mean he kind of it mirrors his but meant or not it played into the situation, the, the situation. played nicely into the story. Aye, totally. Yeah. And I was like, that's a really good point. But obviously, practicality, aye, aye you're probably right. It's, aye, just, it's just Canada and it's winter, winter constantly. Yeah. <laughs> but at least they get some fucking seasons we don't. <laughs> and this is when we, when he's watching the TV late at night and he sees that there's actually been a lot of serial killings. Yeah, well, he's been yeah, uh, there's, under. There's been a, 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 a person going about killing young girls yeah, young in college Castle things, Rock. But... And Castle Rock's actually an invented place. It's I not a real place. Aye, aye. Which is kind of cool because that ties into a lot of his, a lot he of his early it, work. Yeah. Carries Castle Rock as well. Aye, there's a there's a whole there's bunch. Loads, uh, yeah. um, is is misery? I think misery might be as well. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of them anyway. Like his really early stuff was a lot. It was aye. based in this mythical place um, that he made up. Aye. So <clears throat> he finds out through watching TV that this these you know the cops. I think he actually sees like it's um, Tom Skerritt's character. He's the chief of police. I forgot he was in this. I Tom Skerritt. Dallas, I, yeah. Tom Skerritt's cool, man. I like Tom Skerritt. Yeah. And he's watching it, stuff like that. But then, it, like, it's like the next day, Tom Skerritt's obviously seen, 
you know, on the, on in the papers or, or on TV. Aye, he's like the, the, psych, the, the, the local psychic. The police are getting nowhere with this case. They've got no no leads, nothing. So he decides to go and see Aye. if uh, Johnny can help him out. And Johnny's like, initially, when he shows up, Johnny's like, man, fuck you, man. He's like that. Because it, at first he's like, Tom Skerritt's like, you know, if God's given you this gift and stuff Aye, like that's that. That's when he talks about it, not Aye. being a gift. And we get a really cool pure Christopher Walken losing his rag <laughs> you know what I mean he does it's not the best bit when he loses his rag in this film no it's not that, that's later we'll on I, he does but when you know like like Cage like Nicholas Cage when, when Walken loses it man. Walken. aye <laughs> man and it, you, you've just got to sit back and marvel at how good that is <laughs> I, we get that cool line he's like again God's given you this gift you know it'd be a shame to waste it he's like gift no. he's like he's like God's took my life he's took my fucking fiance he's yeah. took my, my basically my enti- everything away from me he's like God been a real sport to me aye. and I love it's the way he delivers that line it's just that kind of level of sarcasm in that voice he's fucking brilliant I love the cunt I think it's like that Tom Skerritt's character the, the kind of chief of police he's got kind of like well okay I tried sort of thing aye. and he leaves so you don't think he's going to help the cops at that point but nah. then there's something happens isn't there that think, makes he's just sitting watching the news and they're talking about they've found another girl no, after this that's what <laughs> happens his ex-fiance shows up again that's right right um, and this is where I felt like just going, fuck you, man. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and she basically kind of gets his hopes up by, by she, you know, right, she, she goes, I was like, we've waited long enough, haven't we? Aye, and then they, they oh, she brings her kid with aye, She brings well. her kid, so yeah. they put the kid to sleep. She basically goes, right, let's have some sex. But then after the fact they're having dinner in the house and walking for the first time, he's all happy. He's kind of yeah. more reminiscent to say what he was at the beginning of the film before he had the accident. And then she proceeds to just fucking tear his fucking heart out again, no, man. She's like, this can't happen again. It's a one-time thing. Aye, I was yeah. just like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> I thought that was so fuck. Again, it's just a look in his face, the poor bastard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just see, and it's good, it's just happens. just been taken away from yeah. him again. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I wasn't very happy. But then he's sitting watching the news and he sees that there's another <laughs> girl being found and that's when he decides, I'm going to help him. Aye, that's yeah. right. So then basically it's like they get that, I, I think it's a bit cracking the bit where they, they take some into in the, the tunnel. The tunnel, yeah. aye. So to, it looks really cool. It looks like it starts aye. up high and they're all in shadow. And aye, it's class. So it that, this is where one of the girls has been obviously killed and he takes them to the, the spot where I think they found the, was it, they found the they, body? They, no, they find, the, they, they see that there's someone's been hanging about there, like right. loads of cigarettes and like, it must have been the killer. He was aye. sitting there, standing there waiting. Because ah, there's a kind of wee kind of, as we like, wee corner alcohol, alcohol yeah. bit, I because he's, he's not really sure how it works at this point. He, he doesn't know exactly how how, the how these things work. happen. Yeah, so, so it just takes a chance. He's like, have you got something? He was touching. Aye. Him the cigarette pack. He's like, I'm not. I'm not, not getting, getting this. Yeah. I and while they're doing that, the the deputy is quite cool because like you. As a, if you've watched this film a couple of times, when the deputy obviously comes into it, there's a lot of flash where the camera goes back to the deputy mm-hmm. all the time. But it's no obvious though. Yeah. It's no, it's no obviously done yeah, yeah. because it could be going back to the deputy just because to see his reaction to what you know you would be like if yeah. you know if you're the psychic. Right. You know what I mean? But so it, you, but it has shown his reaction. But it has shown his reaction. <laughs> Um, but while they're in the tunnel and Walken's like Johnny's character sorry aye, Johnny Walken's character um, he's like nah I'm not getting anything for these cigarettes that's when the radio goes and they find out they've found another mm. another dead girl and yep. it's in this kind of it's a gazebo gazebo thing <laughs> sitting out in the middle of some, mm. some grass somewhere in it I bet it's actually I, I really like that as well it's some interesting camera angles I thought yeah. of that bit it's kind of high 
So they go to the gazebo, that's when they... And we get a... That, that thing is the first thing we see, the flashback proper, like aye. how it kind of works for him, where it puts him there, so he sees what's going on. Aye, so when they go to the gazebo, they find the other girl, and there's like, there's like a cop car, and there's some yep. folk have gathered and stuff. It's at night still, obviously it's in the dark. The sheriff is like, you know... Can you see touch and or he doesn't say that, but no, obviously, but he does, but, so but he's like, can What I, can you do? Aye, what can you do? So, Walking obviously takes, I think he touches the girl's hand or something like that, and then we get that kind of aye, he does that joke. joke thing. Do you know um, when they were doing those jokes, Cronenberg uh, was shooting a gun to give him that kind of start? So he was getting, getting a fright, yeah, every time. Yeah, because they looked convincing, yeah, like, yeah, that's totally. what doing, so it was a loud bang every time. He was, he must have been doing joke. that, Marty Freaking. Is it, is it Marty? The guy did, um. No fucking what's his name. The guy that directed The Exorcist, Jesus, I should know that. Oh, William Friedkin. William Friedkin, that's what he was doing on the set to get the reactions as well. Like, yeah. They'd be shocked in it. Yeah. He'd be shooting shotguns. Shooting shotguns, that's right. Yeah. He must have been taking a leaf out of his <laughs> book, man. That's fucked up. <clears throat> Back when you could torture your actors, eh? Yeah. Um, By then, so basically he gets transported into witnessing and it's the, daytime. the murder happening. Yeah. Aye. It's like you don't see the killer's face yet. You just see the back of him. He's wearing like this kind of long fishing coat sort it's of thing. It's very much like a, a slasher film at this point. It is. He's kind of got the, the slasher outfit on. Aye, with the, with the, the collar big, up. Big fishing thing in the collar and you don't see his face. With the beanie. It's, and it shows, shows his, his weapons, which aye. is like scissors. Scissors, aye. Yeah. He sees a girl going by at first. He's like, aye. He's like, ah, can we Because Because walking like keeps saying, when we, so it cuts between walking being there and being, being in, at in the, the real time. In the real time. At the murder scene. <laughs> Like mm -hmm. before, after the murder, mm -hmm. and being at the murder scene while the murder's happening, he, he keeps saying to Tom, it's Tom Skerritt, she knows Sheriff him. Bannerman, he's like, oh, he knows her. And so I can see it, I'm watching it, I can know it, I can see him. Aye. And it carries on, carries on, and then he's uh, walking, he's like, I see him, I can see his face, I can Aye. see his face, and he just keeps saying it. Mm -hmm. That bit's brilliant. And eventually he's like, it's Dodd. Aye. Dodd is the deputy. Aye. And, yeah. then, and then, like, <clears throat> he's like, it's Dodd, I see his face, and then he's like, Dodd, get up here. And then Dodd's one of the other one of the other cops yeah. is like Dodds away he's when he drove away in your car yeah and then we, we, then so basically it's weird because like you think at that point the sheriff Tom Skerritt's character would have said to Johnny right you fucking stay here man this is a police matter he takes him with him but he takes him with him <laughs> and I was like right okay that, that is you know movie logic he doesn't take any other cops <laughs> I, despite the fact that he, you know, he's he, there with I, a team of cops aye 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 <laughs> But when they pull up to the house, it's obviously this is all still at night and stuff like that. I, I, I fucking love this 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 part of the film mm -hmm. actually, and this is where Cronenberg, uh, you know, the the Cronenberg that we Cronenberg, know, yeah. aye, aye. So when they pull up to the house initially, they look up and it's you know this cold, creepy kind of house and stuff like that. And they actually Christopher Walken looks up and actually sees, sees him, him sees and he's got yeah. he's naked. He's completely stripped himself off and stuff because all serial killers do that at some point. Man. Uh, you immediately get naked, get, get naked and just yeah. get ready for their kill. <laughs> um, so he knows he's in there. But um, Tom Skerritt's character, he goes up to the, the door and chats the door, and his creepy old mum comes to the door and stuff like that. And she's fucking horrible, man. She's yeah. like, he's like, I want to speak to your son. And she's like, he's not here, and he's like, well, you know, he's you know, his car's there. <laughs> he's like, and that's when Christopher Walken says. He is in. I saw him. He was up in the window yeah. there. And then Chris, uh, Tom Skerritt's like, "No, nah, I'm fucking coming in." He, no, he just barges in, in, goes up the stairs. But then we get that really cool. There's a lot of really, really cool shit happens in this, but in such a short period of time. Christopher Walken touches his mum's hand as he's trying to get by her. She's trying to block him, thinking mm -hmm. up the stairs, and he's like, "You knew." So she knew. You find out that his mum knew that he was killing all those women. Did nothing about it. And while this is happening. 
This is one of the, the most horrible bits in a movie that you don't actually see. She, she calls him the devil as well. Aye, she got that bit's yeah. really cool. She's like, aye. Like, you're the devil. Aye. But while this is all happening, Dodd is up in the, in the bathroom and I don't know about you but that, that, that you don't see nothing but you don't need to see anything because no. it's the most horrific fucking way to you kill when, yourself you, when you see him pull the pull the scissors out and when he sits them down you see him open his mouth you're like oh no I, <laughs> you're like you, you've already seen it in your head before I, anything's happened exactly yeah. exactly and it, it, if you, that was dead now you would see it and, and it, would, it wouldn't be the same but you'd think it's Cronenberg and he does show stuff like that, so he, he showed a bit of restraint by not. He did. He totally did. Aye. I wonder. I wonder if there's a cut of the film where you do see it happen, and maybe. They, took, they took it out. Maybe. I think it's more powerful not seeing it. Oh yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah. Aye. Maybe Cronenberg thought that. Maybe he was cutting it. I totally, and it'd be something different for him because I mean, he's known for showing all sorts of mad shit. Oh, fuck so it. He doesn't. He doesn't back through off. the coupon. And, isn't that, he's not going to yeah. flinch for that yeah. shit. I get fucking cancer guns and all sorts of crazy <laughs> shit. Um, but I that part that part was a lot there's a few bits in this movie like you were saying that that really st stuck with me yeah. in my mind because that whole because uh, you don't you don't see it happen <clears throat> and then they break in the, the door and you see the aftermath of it uh, he's lying in the bath <clears throat> he's lying and with the scissors through his mouth jammed that's like, such a fucking I mean he's got a fucking gun but no and I'm wondering if that if that was Cronenberg or that or that was actually in the book I wonder well that, that's, that's the thing like what was what was Stephen King? I don't know, man. Stephen King's quite warped, man, and especially in his early shit, so it mm. quite, might have been like that. But anybody that's listening to us, if you contact us on Twitter and if you know, let us know, man. I have not seen Pod. Aye, at seen Pod. Gets fuck, fucking communicate. Um, but aye, that bit really kind of sticks in my head, that. Aye. You know, it's such a yeah. horrible fucking way to go, it's, do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I was, I was listening to a podcast <laughs> the other day and they were talking about kind of things that, things in horror films that, like, that get you. Aye. And it's usually things that you can relate to so totally for, for example like you you can see somebody get their head chopped off in a film and be like and kind of you, you, you squirm them and go but you kind of laugh at it as well because how many times, you can't relate to I, it exactly how many times have you seen but somebody you see, get their head you see one like stubbing their toe and you're like oh I, I, know, I so a prime example of that not, not that I can relate to <coughs> getting scissors jabbed in my face but you know what scissors are like exactly you know and if you were to put them on your teeth and you know, how they would feel uh, yeah Prime example exactly what you're talking about is the, you know, as gory as the original Hellraiser movie is, mm. the worst bit in that whole movie is yeah. when he's carrying the mattress up and there's a nail hanging yeah. out yeah. and he tears it back his hand. Because I've actually did something close to right. that when I worked right. in my old job and that again makes me go, oh! Yeah. But yet fucking hooks going into flesh and people getting disemboweled. Stuff that you have no reference for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you put your, you know, you can totally relate to the yeah. to the, the accident or the, the pain or whatever, do right. you know what I mean? So aye, that's a good point. Um, so obviously they find Dodd dead and, that, and then they go out back out into the hall and that's when the mum's brandished the, the gun and she shoots Johnny that's and right. as she shoots him. Dodd's gun and she shoots uh, Aye. Johnny. Aye. Aye, and then Tom Gerrit's character. Dallas blows her away. He blows her away. She, she's dead as fuck. Mm -hmm. Bang, old bastard. She, did you notice the way she falls? So um, Johnny's kind of falling on the stairs right? and it's like the stairs go kind of round. So it's like a, like a normal landing, like you'd go up and there's right. a landing that kind of doubles back on itself. Right. And she falls like so, um, to the side, looking at uh, Johnny, and her hand ah, falls out. And ah, she's pointing at him as well. Ah, and, like, all, yes, the, right. all the bloods on her hand, like running towards him. I know. I you know that you met. I that's aye, that's a good point actually. Yeah, so it's almost like the, the blood is on his hands. Aye, it's like you you yeah. caused this. Yeah. Aye, sort of thing. Aye, interesting. Something similar like that happens in Carrie as well. Mm. When the mum, when the, at the very end, when the mum gets 
crucified with all the the knives. Aye, and she's like she's like Christ, and her head cocks to the side and looks at Carrie like yeah. that. It's kind of same you. sort of. This, aye, you're you're to blame for this mm-hmm. sort of thing. Then again, we get this kind of shift in time. Yeah, because he's he's now living on his own. Aye, yeah. again, and I, I think it, you get the impression it's maybe you know, maybe a year or maybe a couple of aye, years or something. He's kinda, like it seems like he's moved on from. Aye, like what happened, like the, the premonitions and the serial killer and being shot and all that kind of stuff. That's right. Um, uh, and he's kind of te- he's doing like kind of teaching like tutor. tutor thing. Aye, I don't yeah. think he leaves the home much. He's a bit no. of a shot, and yeah. he's kind of sitting there. And while all this is happening, right across the road from. Like right directly across the road from him is this fucking like big billboard sort of stage thing that and, and it's for this fucking M, well, I say MP, it's not an MP there. No, is it like it's a, a congressman? Congressman who's running aye, for, uh, to be president. To be president, aye, yeah. it's Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen, I forgot he was in this as well. Do you know Martin Sheen's played the American president more than any other actor? Really? Aye, because he was in the was it the West Wing? Was he was president? And he's, he's been in. He's, been in he's other played stuff, the president, president and, a, yeah. and a couple of things as well. Aye, yeah. um, presidential. Aye, but that's it. It's just right across the road from Yeah. So anytime this idiot's doing one of these big, you know, right wing, let's make America great again speeches, sort of. You know, fucking Trump. He's quite a. He has quite that kind of character. Aye, he's he? very like Trumpy. Aye, yeah. aye, he's totally get that. Well, he's kind of. He's kind of. He is like that, but he's kind of trying to kind of play it down as if yeah, he isn't. Like but he is. Not, aye, yeah. he's, he's, he tries to make it like he's a man of the people. Aye, and he's which, a, which Trump does as well. Of course he does. He's, then he could have been a fucking absolutely not follow for the truth, man. Yeah. He's a fucking racist piece of shit. So while this is all happening, you've kind of get this. This is when uh, Martin Sheen's character kind of starts to come into the story a wee bit, and you find out you were saying he's like going to he's trying to get into uh, Congress, be a congressman, and get into the president's position and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, because there's a kind of rich businessman that visits a Johnny who Aye. wants him to help his son kind of come out of his shell. Aye. And then when he, when he, when Johnny goes to the house to visit, then Martin Sheen's congressman Greg Stilson, he's there. That's right. Speaking to the businessmen, they kind of interact mm-hmm. at that point. Aye. But do you notice that bit as well, that he's wearing gloves? Aye, yeah. Aye, aye, do you but notice they do, that? Because he passes him a, a badge. Passes him a badge in his hand, aye. Size, but but they don't make any contact. He's like, vote for me, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. But before that even happens, the, the doctor shows up again. His doctor shows up at the, the house and he's kind of just checking in on him because oh, cause right, I think yeah. obviously time, a lot of time's passed and he's mm. not really heard from him and yeah. he's like I just want to make sure you're okay and all that kind of thing and that's when we find out that actually oh, the headaches, the headaches are, are right. increasing they're getting worse yeah. do you know what I mean um, the doctor's like oh, well, we couldn't be, I think I found a way we can aye the doctor says he's been doing research aye. there's been other people they've had similar, similar cases stuff. to him aye, aye. And he's like, I think we can we can make a spare. And we got another really, really powerful bit, I thought, man. He's like, I'm, it's just, again, it's just the way he delivers the lines. He's like, I'm not getting better, I'm getting worse. And he's just yeah. the way he kind of he forces that word out. He's like, I'm getting worse. And that, and that Christopher Walken but, he kind of, but there's a level of restraint as well. Yeah. Because his character in the movie is ultimately a, a nice guy, do you know what mm. I mean? But obviously he's... He's dealing with some nasty Serious shit. shit. And he's like, and that's when he says to him, how, you know, how many headaches and he's like I'm getting like sometimes three four a day and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and that's when he, he tells the doc as well about you know people have obviously got wise to the fact that he's like a you know he, he has premonitions and they're sending him all these letters oh, he's got a big right, cupboard yeah. full of people sending him mail mm-hmm. again that, that's really good writing do you know what I mean because it's like not only is he dealing with the physical ailments but he's got the mental ailments now he's got all this guilt 
I have not been able to help everyone that's I, getting in touch with him. He's like, this is exhausting. He's mm. like, I can't, you know, these people want me to help him. I can't do it. Do you know what I mean? He's like, mm. fucking hasn't got the mental capacity to be able to do it. But again, that's when he meets up with, uh, you were saying he meets up with. Uh, I, the, the businessman guy, uh, played by Anthony Zurb. I recognise him, but I don't know what else he's, he's been I, in. So he's, he's been in a Bond film, uh, Licence to Kill. Ah, right, okay. Uh, he, was, he was, I think he was a bad guy in that. Ah, he uh, looks like a bad cunt. He was also in the Matrix, two Matrix films, the Matrix Reloaded and the Matrix, whatever the third one was. was plays, plays like a character in that, like a counsellor character. I think, right. I think he's like one of the, now it's all, they're all like programmers and stuff. And oh, I think right, he's, right. he's one, of, one of those guys. I thought the films are I, He's been in loads of stuff. Like he's cool hand look, other things as well. Total Recall. In Total Recall? In Total Recall, the TV series. Oh, I've, right, never yeah, seen. I've never so seen I just, that. I just read that. There's like Total Recall. I did yeah, the exact same oh, thing. What? But I was a Total Recall, the TV series that didn't last very long. Didn't last very long. Aye. Yeah, it was an episode of Frasier as well. Oh, really? Anyway. There you go. Yeah. Bye. Like, <clears throat> so he goes to visit his son yeah. and they immediately click. So John, think, Johnny and the rich guy's son. See the boy, the little boy in it? Mm. Do you not think his voice is too fucking deep for a kid? Is it an over? Is it an over I don't know if that's that kid's voice, man. I don't know. I didn't, didn't really strike Every me time as... I, I watch it, I think the same thing. He's like, yeah, Johnny. He's got <laughs> really, we're looking at his face and he listen to his voice. He might just have one of those voices, a deep voice his for voice a kid. Broke early, maybe. maybe I, but he just seems to have a really deep voice. Do you know what I mean? I don't it's know. Like, I never, never really noticed no, that. never no. clocked that, no. Yeah. No, interesting. So I get this kind of like. But Johnny and I, it's Chris is the kid's name. Aye. They immediately had it off. And they get on really well. Aye, because they both, they both have an understanding that their, their aye, dad's the, a bit of an asshole. Aye, because uh, was it Johnny says, oh, your dad wants me to get you your shell. And Chris, lie, I'm not the one that's in a shell, it's my dad. And that's when then you see them click because he's like, as we guys tuned in, he yeah. knows what's happening. He's kind of chewing him and stuff like that. That's another bit that's quite emotional as well where he's, he, he's getting the, the Chris to read the is it the Raven aye and obviously he's getting me flat there's like kind of romantic stuff in the Raven and stuff like that yeah and I think that's when because he asked Chris to he says skip that bit he says go to the bit where there's aye, a kind of Lenore and, aye Lenore yeah. and stuff like that and I think you can see in Walken's face he's like that's how he sees him and, yeah. and his ex-fiance and stuff like that but while that's actually happening there's a the, the door goes and it's a guy that's campaigning for Martin Sheen's yeah. um, Greg character, Stilson. Greg Stilson. He's like, tries to help me all the, the, the fucking political jargon Hi, and he's all like, that. What was he say? He says something about him. Oh, do you know about the election that's going on? And he's like, how could I forget? Aye, that bit's brilliant. He's like, just kind of looks Aye. and goes like that. Yeah. He's like, ah, he's he's like, like oh, I see your point. <laughs> fair enough. Um, but while he's doing all that, the guy that, 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 that shows up with all the, the political gumph, he shouts to his wife to come up with more stuff and then that's when we get that. Aye, it turns, it turns out, out it's, it's Sarah. It's yeah. Sarah again. And again, you, you kind of, you just, this fucking movie just, it really does. He just keeps rubbing it in his face. It does, man. If you feel fucking terrible for the guy all the way through this film, man, and you just see his face and stuff like that and she's like, they kind of have a wee kind of brief kind of interaction and stuff like that. It's yeah. all very kind of polite or whatever. Aye, because she's lied to her husband um oh this is Johnny and the husband's like oh you're Johnny and ah, he's like I've heard a lot about you yeah. aye and he's but, he, the, the, but the, the husband doesn't look very happy about it he no, looks a wee bit kind of like he knows. aye he's like this is a guy that was basically me before aye. <laughs> before me before me <laughs> um, very existential aye. crisis uh, <laughs> me before me me before me how the what aye so then they, they both kind of go away and that's uh, again that's another kind of 
sad bit as well because he shuts the door and he kind of slumps against the door. Obviously, he's upset because he's no expect. Down a wee bit and aye, and he kind of grabs it. The, the kid. Like, oh, what's wrong? Aye, and he kind of hugs him, but then when he hugs him, he kind of he starts doing that joke thing yeah. again, and we get that really cool kind of flashback Aye, you see all the kids falling through the ice with the hockey, and they're all yeah. floating in the water. They're all yeah. um, sinking down into the water and stuff like that. I thought that was fucking great. Yeah, it looked, looked really cool. I, 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 I've fact, never seen anything look like that before. No, and the fact that they got kids to be able to do that, I, I suspect they maybe only kids. No, they were definitely kids, man, because you could see their faces, man. No, man. Maybe maybe midgets. Oh, sorry, short short dwarves. <laughs> dwarves. Is that dwarves? Midgets. I, I, little people. Little people. Little people's person. Right. Like don't go don't go fucking mad, right? We're white guys in our forties, man. Don't kill us. We guys. <laughs> We're going to make mistakes, right? <laughs> we guys. Anyway, it looks cool. Willows. Aye, yeah. uh, Willows. <laughs> Beat big hands, man. He's he's a wee guy with like big human big guy hands. Big guy hands. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Ah, yeah, it's kind of like uh, the proportions. Tiny, tiny body, big hands. The proportions are wrong, man. How big his feet were? Huge, mate. Probably in size twelves. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Harlem Globetrotter feet. Oh man, fuck's sake! Uh, like, don't cancel us, man. Fuck's sake. Anyway, these kids uh, are falling into the ice. Aye, and um, that's when um, I think it's the the the, the, the uh, Chris and it, the Chris, Chris boy. Aye. That's when he, he's his ride shows up to take him back to the house, and Johnny's like, oh, "I'm coming with you." Yeah, and this is like, I'll let you go here, man, because this is what you're talking about. The, Aye, so he comes in. Chris Walker's basically trying to tell Chris's dad, Roger, he's like, "Look, the, this uh, hockey game that you're organising for your son is going to go wrong. Like they're all they're, the kids are going to fall into the ice." And mm-hmm. Roger's like, "What? Well, shut up! Aye, you're aye, talking aye. rubbish." Aye. <laughs> And walking completely loose, and he's like, "The ice is gonna break." And he smashes the vase that's on the. I love that bit, man. That's that's been sampled in a song, into I'm sure. Oh, surely, because I was thinking about sampling it. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure I've heard it in a few songs. Right, right. At least one song. Aye, and, definitely. Yeah, it's, well it's, a, it's a very walking moment. Aye, but so yeah. good though. Because you, know, you don't really, you never really see him lose his temper. In the that's film. the first time you, you. I think that's the only thing you really, ah, you see him really see him lose like, his temper. Aye. Yep. Aye, and you could. And, and then, then he has that conversation. And he's like, "Look, you know who I am. Like, I'm, aye, aye. like I'm the guy who can predict the future." And he's like, aye. "He says, I know who you're. The, yeah, you think like, I'd like you yeah. tutor my son without knowing your backstory yeah. and all that." That's when it's like the, the, the kid, Chris, he's kind of freaked out. He's like, yeah. right, what the fuck, man? He's like, I, I believe this guy. I think something is going to happen. Mm. And he's like, and he's like, right, I'll call it off then. I'll call it off. And then he asks, I, that's another really cool bit in the film as well. He says to Chris, give me your hand. Aye. He takes his hand and he goes like, yeah, you're going to be all right. Yeah. And he goes, and that's another quite an emotional part in the film that I thought as well. Is a bit, he, says, he says, I'm right about this. He says, he says, please don't let the kid think yeah. I'm don't let the boy think I'm I'm crazy. I'm right about yeah. what's going to happen. That, that, but that's that's the point, Roger, the, the rich guy, Roger. He's, he's like, well, we'll never know, will we? And that's when he says, Chris, give me your hand. Aye, and that's he says, aye. And he's like, okay, well, you're going to be fine. And he goes back to the. This house. is also the point I think where he realizes that he can affect the outcome of aye. these visions he's having. That like they're not set in stone. Yep, yep, totally. Yeah. And then it's maybe a wee bit later on in the day that Chris is up in his computer and in his room playing. His dad comes in and he's like, right, we're ready to go. And he's like, go where? And he's like, ah, well, to the hockey game. And he's yeah. like, and he's like, no, I'm not going. He's like, he's like, what do you mean you're not going? He's like, I just told him that to basically get yeah, him to get go rid of him. to get yeah. rid of him. He's like, no, I'm not going. He's like, well, well, basically, he's like, well, fuck you then. He basically, his son, he's like, I'm, 
I'm going to org- I've organised it. It's happening. I've just bought all this hockey I, gear. I, all this hockey right. gear. So it's happening with, with or without you. So Chris is like, well, we'll need to be without me then because yeah. he just stays in his room. And then it cuts to the next day and um, Johnny's walking across the road and he, he goes, you know those things I've got in America with the, the little boxes to keep the papers in? Oh, the little newsstand things. Ah, they so. don't have them here. It's weird. Yeah. They've got them in America. Um, I saw some when I was in Los Angeles and I almost bought a paper just Just so just you could do that interaction, <laughs> man. He's following me doing this, man. <laughs> yeah. Aye, gold. I always remember the bit in Dumb and Dumber where he, where he comes out with a big massive hat <laughs> and he, he gets worried about it. I don't know why that yeah. bit always sticks in my head. But aye, so Johnny sees the paper reads a headline and he's like he sees that there's like aye, there's, there's a big accident, accident. Yeah. aye there's two two kids have drowned something like that yeah then he automatically thinks oh shit Chris aye yeah. exactly but just as that happens we get a flashback and it's fucking really I think it's really powerful the way this is done it's Chris's dad sitting just looking into space aye and he's, he's aye, he basically killed those aye he kids. was told not yeah. to do that and you know and you kind of see the shock in his face yeah. he's just looking into nowhere he's got a, kinda, he's got a glass of whiskey yeah, as well yeah so he's just like, I've fucked up majorly. And then Johnny phones the house, Chris answers. He says, is that you, Johnny? Because obviously uh, nah, Chris Walker doesn't, doesn't speak. He just yeah. wants, to he- wants to hear his voice. As soon as he hears his voice, he's satisfied. Yeah, he's like, he's yeah. fine, yeah. do you know what I mean? After that, there's more stuff happening across the road. That's when... Like, uh, it's uh, like uh, they're setting up for the... Uh, what's a rally or something rally, yeah, rally yeah. I, with, with Greg Stilson, um, yeah. Michael Sheen's character. Uh, Michael Sheen, aye. Uh, Martin Sheen Martin Sheen Martin Sheen fucks it Michael Sheen um, and he and Johnny knows I think at this point he's kind of getting really kind of lovesick again for his fiance, yeah. and he knows she's going to be down there at somewhere because there's a crowd of people there's a massive crowd Aye, of people so showed up for a wee, a wee look to see yeah. if he can see her so he's no he's no bothering his ass with, with what's going on with mm. Martin Sheen's character but Martin Sheen sh- shows up, shows up in, in the big fancy the car crowd, shaking people's Aye. hands and that bit's because uh, he's setting that up because he's Kind of, he's moving through shaking hands and in the background you see uh, Johnny Aye. who's kind of got his back to him and looking down and then he just turns to him and obviously Martin Sheen just shakes his hand and we get another one the, of those oh those joke things get a, a war games premonition Aye like, I mean that bit's Yeah uh, it's I'll, good he's like he's out in, I guess I, I don't know I'll, Camp David is that the place that Cabin the, sort of, I, I, the, 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 the sort of holiday home that the presidents all go to aye I like that room the way it's with the big log fire and yeah, stuff like that yeah, it's, cool. it's, it's just him uh, some general guy and uh, like Sonny. he's, he's kind of heavy the sunny aye. aye aye it's and they're right. basically setting up to launch the bomb that's right aye uh, I, I, I know it's pure old technology but I still think it looks cool as fuck yeah. you know the, the hand scanner and stuff <laughs> hand like scanner that hand scanner the big button aye and Mark Sheen's fucking brilliant in that yeah, part yeah. man you he's know a what good I mean? he's, oh Mark Sheen's aye when he's, when he's on on the ball he's really good mm. do you know what I mean but he's properly terrifying at that point he's like a total maniacal aye, he's just fucking, like I'm launching this bomb and there's nothing aye, nothing you can, can do about, about it. it and obviously there's a wee bit happened before this where there was a a guy that ran the local paper was oh, going to run yeah, a big yeah, expose gonna, on yeah, him right. but basically he he I think he'd hired like a prostitute or something like that to to have sex with him and yeah, then Sonny got, Sonny so was got, got pictures yeah. so they were blackmailing him basically yeah. to squash the story so the story didn't go out yeah. so just to g- show that he's a bad guy how bad he is like yeah. before that you kind of know he's kind of high but, but yeah. then you know he's, he's, the, he's yeah. the real deal he's a piece of shit but I so 
that whole bit, you know, where they do the hand scan and stuff like that, and then he goes out and there's like the generals are all waiting outside. holding people back <laughs> and then they light them up, light them up, and they're like, oh, President, it's okay. Ah, we don't need we, to do this, there's another solution. There's a, there's a diplomatic solution we've thought of, and he's like, don't worry guys, I've launched the bomb, <laughs> everything's going to be fine. Aye, and aye. It's like, oh no. It's like, he's like, hallelujah, it's just yeah. like a total fucking, aye, just totally like you would job. imagine um, Trump would be. Oh, I totally. Uh, even down, down to the hallelujah shit, because yeah. he's a fucking nutcase, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then obviously it flashes back to uh, Johnny, and Johnny, and Johnny's kind of holding on to his hand, and this is when Martin Sheen starts to get freaked out because he yeah. won't let go of his hand and stuff like that. And eventually, Sonny, the heavy guy, separates them. separates them, and he goes into the crowd and continues doing whatever he's doing, shaking hands. And Johnny, that's when Johnny formulates a plan. I formulates a plan, and that's when we get this really cool. He arranges for the doctor to come back to his house. He goes straight in it. He's like, they're in the kitchen, and he's like. Ah, because he knows that the doctor's a Jew in, yeah. the, in the war. He's like, if you knew what you know now, he's like, would you go back and kill Hitler? And I think that, they see, this whole bit of dialogue's fucking brilliant, because it's like, uh, he's like, I don't like where this is going, Johnny. Where, where, where mm. are you going with this? And then he tells the doc about the premonition about the kids drowning. He's like, I can change things. I can, I can actually make a difference here. And then the doctor's like, well, go back to your question. And he's kind of got the, the whiskey. I thought that was cool as yeah. well. The doctor's like, and he's like, I'm a man of science, you know. I'm, I, I signed an oath as a doctor to basically cure and ease suffering. So the only thing I could do was go back and kill the son of a bitch. She's like, yeah. so that's, you know, at that point, Johnny's uh, he's made, made his decision. His mind, yeah. He's like, ah, I know for a fact this guy's going to create World War Three. I'm so going to make that, sure yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. Aye, then I'll let you go, man. Aye, then he basically gets, he gets a gun and... That's his dad's gun, I, I think. I think so. I aye, think he goes back the, to his dad's house. Yeah, he goes back to his dad's house, gets the gun, gets the bus out to wherever this next rally is happening. And then it's a indoors, church, aye. Yeah, and he goes and he, he, he secretes himself in the, the balcony and just stays there overnight, mm-hmm. waiting for the the party to start the next day. And aye. Then basically stands up and has a pop at Martin Sheen. Tra- tries to anyway, because... Aye. Aye, Martin Sheen kind of grabs a kid and uses a kid as a human, human shield. Human shield, aye. That yeah. bit's fucking brilliant, actually. Because yeah. in doing that, you see just how what he really is. He's a fucking aye, yeah. a horrible, horrible bastard, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the, the kid is um, his, his ex fiance's baby. Is it? Is that bizarre? Aye. kid? That's right, her right, kid because right. she brings it to the rally, sure. Yeah, of course. Because she's on stage as well. That's right. Um, yeah. So I. But that bit where he, where he jumps up and he, he takes the first he, he shot. He does take a shot and misses. Aye, but then he's... Because he sees, he sees uh, Sarah is there. Aye, and he kind of he can, aye, he can, can see him pulls the gun up as if to stop yeah, shooting. Yeah, and then he does fire and misses. Aye. Aye. Um, and then Sonny shoots. Shoots, aye. Shoots him in the hand first. Aye, was kind of unnecessary. That's Cronenberg, I, I know, that's, that, as soon as that happened, I was like, ooh. That's a sore that's one. That's again that thing I was talking uh, about. Where meat, you could imagine. I get shot like that, there, you'd like, be like, ah, you're a bastard, yeah. aye. aye How I, sore that would be. That's the Cronenberg coming aye, in there. Totally, just a absolutely, absolutely, man. Aye, a wee bit of extra. Because it's a nice wee makeup effect as well. You see the squib go off and... Aye, it's yeah, horrible, yeah. man. <laughs> so he shoots him, he falls off the balcony and, and lands on the floor and all these benches and stuff like that. And obviously there's there's camera people there and they've... Yeah. Um, Greg Stilson's lifted the kid up as a human shield there's been a guy taking pictures and he runs out and then like Martin Sheen's like 
goes up to Sonny while he's lying kind of dying he's like who the fuck who sent you who sent yeah, you up to Johnny aye and Johnny's like I love that bit Johnny kind of grabs his hand and then you get that aye you see the, the alternate future that's going to happen where he's, he's ruined and he's aye and he kills himself yeah. aye blows his head off man so and he's like Johnny knows he's changed, changed the, the course the history. For, the, for the better and he's like you're finished I love that bit he's like you're done you're finished yeah. and he lets go and then he's and that's when um, fucking Martin Sheen's character like, goes to Sonny and goes the guy with the camera he's like where the fuck did you get him and then you see Sonny Sonny's a bad guy but he's like as soon as he saw uh, him yeah, lift the kid as a like, human shield he's like nah I'm not doing with this guy anymore yeah. this guy really is a horrible bastard so he basically I, he runs out and that's when Sarah runs up to him and stuff like that and he's kind of she had to have that kind of and that bit's really fucking sad as well yeah. do you know what I mean he's, like, she's kind of cuddling him and stuff like that as he's dying and he basically he says goodbye to her and stuff like that and she kind of whispers in his ear like, that she loves him sort yeah. of thing and, I, and, and then the film and ends yep. but I the, the ending's fucking sad do you know what I yeah, mean it's, it's like that's, yeah. that's grim it's a sad ending do you know what I mean and yeah. to a kind of tragic you know it's, it's, a, it's a tragic story do you mm -hmm. know what I mean ultimately he saved everybody, but ne nobody will ever know that. Do you know what I mean? He's, yeah, he, you know, he's, he's just this whack, wacky guy that tried to assassinate a congressman. Aye, that's, that's exactly it. He's, yeah. he's now going to be down in the history books as a guy that basically tried to just kill a congressman for no reason, whereas he knew the truth. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so I, I thought, good ending. I like the way it ended. I like the way it ended it then and there. The, the credits just rolled. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I love this movie. I think it's a great film I think it's quite unique in David Cronenberg's catalog, you know catalogue and stuff yeah. especially at that point you know he did some yeah, he's he just away off the back at, of a video drum so, <clears throat> aye which yeah. is as fucking wacky as it gets <clears throat> that's you know probably I mean? his best known film I would say well other than The Fly and Scanners yeah, I did, scanners. I did probably because yeah. I mean it took me when I was a kid obviously I, I wasn't really looking at directors when I was a kid but I didn't really know it was David Cronenberg it was not until I get more interested in film that I, you know you start looking at who directs things yeah, and stuff yeah. and I went fuck me that's a David Cronenberg film yeah but it always felt like it had too much heart Aye, for a David Cronenberg. I, I was mean. saying at the start is it's yeah. a lot of emotion in it, uh, which again is kind of unusual for him as a director. I walk in fucking ten out of ten, man. For me, uh, you know, I thought he played the the part brilliantly. Again, going back to the idea that it's got heart, like he plays it with that emotion. And oh, that heart. totally, man. Yeah. Totally. I mean, he's. Would I say he's an under? I think he is underrated, man. Walking as an actor. Uh, I don't know. know. He's, he's he's almost like uh, uh, like you're saying, like Nicholas Cage. You know, he's he's somewhat he's remembered seen as, for, as a comic character because people, are, you know, people, everybody's got a walking. And they, you know, they kind of imitate his voice and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so he's almost seen as like a comedy character. So yeah, maybe he is a wee bit underrated. I I think the guy's just as good as yeah, he's great. When he's yeah. when he's when he's at top form, he's just as good as a De Niro or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Better, I would say. Fuck it, I yeah. I I because. It, I think with the thing with Walking is like you know like you take a part like this right and then you take something like King King of New York you've not seen King oh, of New yeah, York yeah. yet you should check it out like you just see how drastic a character how different those guys I mean mm -hmm. they couldn't be any further apart you know what I mean in the spectrum of you know types of people and he's so fucking convincing in yeah. both of those you know those roles and I've seen him in comedies and he's fucking he's great in comedies as well, as well. Yeah. guy's just guy's just fucking talent he's man versatile he's yeah. totally versatile. De Niro is De Niro. Aye. Do you know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, he, can't, he, is, he is diverse. When, when De Niro is good, he's good. He's good, but, but he's, aye, when he's bad, he's, he's bad. But bad. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen 
I don't think I've ever seen Walken in, but he's been bad in it. I've seen films that have not been great. Aye, films that he's been in, the material's maybe not been great, but he's been fine in the film. Exactly, exactly. And that's a testament to him as an actor, do you know what I mean? I think mm. he's, I think Michael Caine's a bit like that as well. Yeah. Michael Caine's done a load of shite. Like, oh, he's done so much, so uh, many bad uh, Especially in the kind of 80s, Maze, man. Yeah. Oh, fucking, yeah. like, it would show up in your fucking home video, man, yeah. if you gave him £10, yeah, pound, I think. He must have had a lot of bills to pay. But I like, but I liked about him as well, though, but he was, an, he, he did it, he wasn't shy about telling you he did it for the money. Aye. But he so. was always good in the things he did, even if the, sh the films were shit, he yeah, was still he was good in them, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the hand and shit like that, which is fucking <laughs> mental. And that, that was, um, was his face that did that as well, Oliver Stone. Right, was it? Hi, <laughs> fucking arrow, mental. But um, back and back, Chris Walken, one of my favourite actors of all time, man. I just love the guy. Do you know what I mean? Um, the the dude that played the Doctor, fucking brilliant, yeah. excellent. Uh, Martin Sheen's fucking Martin Sheen's brilliant. Good, so Aye, he's, he's, he, he seems to be kind of hammering up a wee bit playing that character. I think I like really, it though, in a good way, not Aye. in a bad way. He's like Aye. he's really going for it. Like, okay, I'm the bad guy. Oh, and he does he's it well. Like, I'm the bad guy. Do you know find that as well though? That's a good point you bring up there. Now we were, we were talking about this before we came on here about the again we we, we kind of labour this a lot, but but the difference between like older films and modern films, I don't think there's enough hamming up now. Sometimes, do you know what I mean? You look back in all those all those old films that are really good, like say you know for example, Goodfellas, right? Yeah. I mean those those fucking those those, those, those are characters character yeah. they're over the top. But nobody, everything's almost too grounded now. Mm. There's a level of that over the topness that I think missing now that, that, that I think Leonardo DiCaprio still does it I think aye. he takes those characters when that he said that step. I immediately thought of the Wolf of Wall Street like he's, he's an over the top character in that aye totally um, even in that one he did recently is it um, Don't Look Up oh so yeah aye. he was the same in that mm. you know what I mean he really commits he really goes full on into it do you know what yeah. I mean and sometimes that can go again you know you can get people to overact as well but if you're if you've got your craft down, you, you know how to straddle that that kind of line. Yeah. And for me, obviously, um, Martin Sheen come back to that. I I think he he was hamming up, but it was good. It was good it was to see good that. Way, wasn't a, it wasn't like oh my god, like what, oh, is, totally. what is he doing? It was it worked for the part. Aye, totally, totally. Um, everybody was good in this. Um, aye, I, I I fucking love this film. Yep. Aye, it's good. Yeah. Um, I, I seen it. I did see it like years ago. And I, didn't really, really remember it and then I watched it again a few years back and it was that way I, I kind of watched it thinking I've not seen this and then as right. I was watching I was like oh no I have seen this right. I don't know I don't know why I just kind of right, okay. forgotten about it right. um, but I was, yeah aye. I like it it's, aye. It's, a good, it's a good movie aye definitely man um, and definitely top five um, King adaptations for me right. definitely even though we've not read the book. Uh, aye, you know what I mean? Like, aye, um, aye I've not read the book. But as a Stephen King yeah. adaptation, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'd obviously put uh, Misery in there as well, mm -hmm. and The Shining, definitely. Yeah. They, they're, they're up there as well, do you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and I have read those books. Um, in fact, you're reading The Shining. I'm reading The Shining right now. How far? I've, I've never read it before. How far are you in it? Uh, I'm not that far. Still. Right, okay. It's not nothing weird's happened yet. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. I will, we'll see, because that scared the shit out of me, that book, man. <laughs> That's the only book I was saying to you. That's the only book I've ever read that really. Ah, freak, you, you freak, said that before yeah. freaked me out you know what I mean I was yeah. like when I put the book down I was like oh fuck this feels a bit I don't feel comfortable being in here myself <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose we better get the rating now <clears throat> yeah, so uh, this is a four for me this one I would say it's a four aye definitely solid four though a solid good, good four. aye yeah. solid four highly recommended um, a great story well told great acting looks cool 
even though it's no flash, there's 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 wee bits of camp, like cinematography, certain angles, you know, just yeah, add just, a wee just, bit of extra. Uh, it's it's, to it's it. very much a David Cronenberg style shot film of that era. You know, all I, those films around that time kind of had that look. Kind of remind me, like again, a wee bit of a history of violence. Mm. Some the way you know, even the rural house and yeah, stuff, all yeah. that type of shit. It's all quite plain. Yeah, no, it's it's almost like it's. It isn't really, but almost like it's documentary, you know. Aye, aye, totally. There's no, no, no flash going on. Aye, and I, I think that, um, you know, that the, the Stark, obviously not so much in Dead Zone, but like in History of Violence, when you put something, like you were saying, something that's so kind of normal there, mm. when you put that hyper-violence into it, it only makes the hyper-violence seem even more violent. violent. Yeah, like like when he gets shot in the hand. It's, aye, exactly. He, just gets shot in the hand. It's, there's, there's no like any big blood effects or anything you just see these but you still feel it because like, oh. it's everything although the circumstances are mental because he's going to shoot somebody it's still very grounded in that sort of reality sort of mm-hmm. thing uh, visually and um, kind of plain like you were saying but then you see the hand getting shot you're like ah oh, fuck like, and yeah, he, you feel it yeah. I, and he does that in History of Violence as well yeah. where, the, where, the, the bit where the guys show up at his house and he, <laughs> he, sm- he smashes that guy's throat in just like fucking hell oh, man uh, uh, it's no, it's no nice down, uh, you're, that's too far mate it's too far but that's Cronenberg but yeah. he likes to take it that um, wee step just further just a interesting bit of trivia there Bill Murray was up for the, the role of Johnny initially what? Uh, that would have been his first straight role, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that would have been an, an interesting one. Hmm. He could have probably done it. Ah, he could have done it. Yeah. Would have been a di- different... Different though? movie, but yeah. this has been a different film. What well, Walken owns makes it. I think Walken yeah. makes this film. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, without Walken, it's not the film it is, yeah. do you know what I mean? It has had another adaptation as well. There was a TV series. Aye, Did you ever see that? No. See, I, I was a big fan of the Michael film. Hall, My, aye, that's yeah. right. Aye. Yeah. I was such a big fan of the film. I you just, just didn't like, want to... I, I don't know. I've heard it's actually meant to be all right, though. Right. I've, some people have told me it's actually. Maybe give a swatch. I maybe get a swatch. Seeing as we're on the, you know, on that kind of dead zone vibe again. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought did they ever, did they ever try to remake it or something like that? Or, I don't you know, know it's a film. Never heard. Never heard anything. Good. About it. Yeah. Good. Fucking don't. Yeah. Anybody that's listening, no leave it. Leave it where it is, man. Yeah. Um, hey, shout out to Michael Kamen who did the score. Oh, as that's well. right, Michael Kamen. I totally. Yeah. Michael came in, uh, worked with Queen on uh, Highlander soundtrack as well. Did he? Aye, yeah, right, aye. Right, Michael yeah. came in, did also all the, the stuff from Metallica when they did the S and M. Aye, thing. aye. They orchestrated all the yep. stuff for their music. Aye, that album's. Aye, so there's a couple of decent tunes in that with the orchestra. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But some of it's a bit shy. But that's just Metallica. Metallica <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Bye. So, aye, good, good result for the Dead Zone. Absolutely, get it watched. Yep. Let's uh, see what the next one's going to be. Uh, God bless America. That was that was one of Chrissy's recommendations. Oh right, that's yeah. your Bobcat Goldfish. Bobcat Goldfish, yeah, yeah, one of his other films. This one was. Oh, is this another one that's pure proper mess? Violent. It's meant to be yeah. hyper violent. Aye. Yeah. Cool. Good. Tune in, Chris. Yeah. I'm gonna get Chris back on if you want to come talk. Yeah, I ask him. Yeah. If he wants to do it. Cool. Smashing. Catches. See you later.